be a signal you can uh, switch to the next slide since I don't have the, the controller. As I said earlier uh, this morning, I want to want to change the tone. I want to change the style uh, for the lesson this morning. Read with me, beginning in Luke chapter two, starting in verse twenty-one. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus. The name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came of the purification, according to the law of Moses, had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as was written in the law of the Lord, that every first male born, a firstborn male, is to be consecrated to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. Who was righteous and devout. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die beforehand. Uh, before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. And when the parents brought the child, brought in the child Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for the glory of your people Israel. The, father's, uh, the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and, and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, the tribe of Asher, and she was old. And she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She had never left the temple, but she worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. And coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, and he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. If you would go with me through the back door of this text today. There's political unrest in the story that we read about, Rome is watching and they're leery about what could take place in this city. Jerusalem, though, is a buzz. There's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of stories being told at this particular point. 
and questions being asked about the events that had just taken place in the last week. There was this light show in the sky. There was this heavenly choir that was performing, and they were asking, did you hear it? And the question was, what, what was that? What is this? What is going on? More than that now, there are strangers who are appearing from the east and they're showing up in our town. Has God come to visit us? What, all, what does this mean? Jerusalem was a buzz. So the authorities are now called to the temple. Because in the temple at this moment, there, there's another crowd that has assembled. And they're buzzing with activity. So the authorities arrive and they notice people are huddled in the corner. And, and they're talking excitedly. Clear the way, they said. Move out of the way. Let us get back there. And when they clear the crowd, they notice this old gentleman who's lying down. And there's a cold rag on his head. They say, what's, what's going on here? Who's the old man? And the crowd answered and said, "That's sir, that's Simeon. Get back, get back. Let us, let us figure out what's going on. And so they asked the question, what, what happened here? Sir, look at me and tell me. He said, I'm Simeon, sir. And? What's your story? Simeon said, I saw him. I saw Him. I held in my hands the consolation of Israel. I've waited for this day my entire life. Before that, it was just an average morning. It was, I got up and I made coffee. I took my arthritis medicine. I was doing my stretches. And then I heard the words, go. What? Go now. I didn't know. I hurried down to the temple. It wasn't my day to be there, but I jumped in line and I was receiving children for the purification rites. And after a period of time, a couple placed a baby in my arms. And my soul shook. I said, this is He! This is the child king right here! The parents, they looked at me in amazement. It's the day I've longed for. Okay, sir, well, that's an interesting story. It's kind of... Kind of bewildering to us, but tell me something. Who's that lady over there in the crowd? Oh, that's Anna. But I got to tell you something. She was a witness to this. She walked up at the moment and she witnessed the event. And since that moment, she has not stopped talking and telling everyone about this child. Well, where's the family? Where did they go? Sir, I don't know. They just walked out. They walked out with no fanfare. They're gone. And with that story, the world has never been the same. 
God had entered into time and space to live with His creation. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till He appeared and the soul felt its worth. The soul felt its worth. This event continues to be celebrated to this day. Evergreens, they remind us of eternal life. The lights tell the story of a universe that was lit up, pointing to the manger, and they proclaim, God is light. Carols are sung as a constant reminder of the heavenly choir that sang praise the night God became flesh. And gifts, oh, the gifts speak of a giving God offering to us the greatest of all gifts, Jesus. So Jesus became the standard and the measure of time before Christ, after Christ. Jesus became the standard then for life here on earth. How do we live? Jesus became the standard also for sacrificial giving. But ultimately, Jesus became the standard for love. And Simeon leaves the temple that day to go home. Oh, there's a a gleam in his eye. And the aches and pains are not nearly as bad as they were earlier that morning. But his eyes are moist because now he's ready to go home to be with God. But his words linger. His words linger over this assembly this morning. Because of Jesus, the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Our thoughts will be revealed. For you see, that's why Christmas is a time of joy, peace, hope, life, and love. But the thoughts of our heart will be revealed. That's also why Christmas can also be a time of disappointment and sadness and depression and tears. Because of Jesus, our our thoughts will be revealed. Christmas entails change. And it demands decision. Mary says, I receive. The wise men say, let's go. The angels sing, glory to God in the highest. But the innkeeper says, there's no room. There's no room for you. So today, we choose to adore. Today, we choose to invite and to receive the greatest gift ever given. 
Today we choose to praise. Church, come let us adore Him. Come let us celebrate life. Come let us live today. Come let us adore love. For that's what He is. My prayer for you this week is, may God bless you when you circle up together. When you tell the stories. When you open the gifts and when you look at the lights. And when you smell the tree. May may it be a reminder to us of the greatest gift that is ever given to us. And may we say this week, thank you God. For Jesus. Let's stand and sing the invitation song. And if we can pray for you today, you can come to the front right now.